Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Miss Independence Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today, and today's episode is going to be an all Q&A. So I'm super excited to answer some of you guys' questions, And uh, but before we get to that, I just want to um, ask you guys to make sure that you guys are subscribed to the social media of Instagram and TikTok for updates throughout the week at the Miss Independence Podcast, um, and uh Make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. Uh, having subscriptions to the podcast allows you to be notified when new episodes come about and just helps with the numbers. So I would appreciate if you guys would go subscribe either on Spotify or Apple, wherever you guys listen. Um, this is probably going to be the last episode of the season. If you guys are new here, I um, over the course of doing this podcast, I have learned that Doing batch recording and recording it within seasons, quote-unquote, is so much better in the long run and longevity and just making sure that the podcast really uh, is done the way that I would like it to be done. Um, so today's episode is going to be the last one for a while, but I'm super excited. I'm going to try to get some more guests on next season. I know that this season didn't have very many, so. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into this episode, and I am super excited. Do you ever feel like you're unseen or unheard because of your disability? Do you feel isolated and unsupported? Welcome to the Miss Independence Podcast. From questions about chronic illness to doctor's appointments, dating, advocating for yourself, this podcast should provide information about the odds and ends of life for someone with a disability or chronic illness. We will talk about many different topics that I hope you can use as a resource to make your life better. I will share personal stories as well as having guests and experts come and share their own experience and expertise. I am hoping that there can be unfiltered conversations and assumptions that are debunked so that people who do not live this life can be informed about what life with a disability is like. I am really looking forward to interacting with you and hearing your experience. Thank you for listening. Okay, so the first question we have are, what are my goals for this podcast? Which I thought was a really great, 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 great question as I stumble through my words um, to ask, you know, somebody who has a podcast, like, what is your ultimate goal? So for me, I feel like the podcast has been a very rewarding and challenging experience. As someone with a communication background, I had no idea that my uh career, quote-unquote, or what I would do for my job, again, quote-unquote, would come from uh, opportunity like this. I kind of, just a little backstory, uh, in July of 2022, I had just decided that I was going to do it and did some research and decided to have a few guests, and it kind of just turned into this whole thing. And then um, I learned a few things along the way about, again, longevity why I'm taking the break, you know. Um, and so I think that that was all really important and it's all been a really learning, real good learning process. But I guess my ultimate goal for the podcast is to be able to reach, you know, the, my demographic, which is uh, women who have disabilities or a chronic illness. And I really want to be able to uh, show up for them and have them feel like they're supported and seen and understood uh, by the world. And I want to make sure that they feel empowered as well. So that's my goal for the po- That's like my big goal for the podcast. But as far as views and stuff, you know, I definitely want this podcast to be successful. Um, we are almost coming up on a thousand views. Uh, so that's really exciting. I'm going to be super excited when we hit that. 
uh, goal. Because my first goal was 500 views. And now we're almost to a thousand, and so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so if you are, if, so if there are episodes you want to get caught up on, I encourage you to go listen to them. Um, not just for the content, but that would be, you know, overall beneficial for the podcast. Um, another goal I have for the podcast is to be able to see um, how podcasts grow in general, and I want to be able to grow with the podcast. Um, right now, I do all my recording for my phone. Um, and I actually ha- used to do it on my computer, but I literally just checked and they're making you upload files now, which I wouldn't know. I know how to upload a file, obviously, but I don't know how to record something on my computer in, in order to upload it. So it looks like I'm going to be recording from my phone from now on, um, or at least for the foreseeable future. But I think it would be really cool to have a microphone to be able to talk about or talk through and um, and make it a little bit more official. So maybe getting to the point where I have enough of a following where I can have some podcast, you know, podcast equipment, a microphone, a stand. Um, I know that some people like to video themselves when they do a podcast. And I don't know if I'm going to do that. So um, I definitely have um, that kind of in mind and I kind of just want to build a brand um there is another project I am working on but I am not gonna spill the beans just yet so I definitely think that um that project along with the podcast is going to be a huge uh thing for the platform and I'm just really excited uh to be able to hit that thousand mark that's my next goal is to be able to hit 1,000 views or sorry 1,000 uh downloads and to be able to um kind of share with you guys what my next project is and also be able to get to a point where I can have some uh, podcast equipment. Um, So yeah, those are kind of my goals. Who inspires you the most? Hmm. I think it'd be really hard for anyone to pick just one person who inspires them. Um, But I, that is a really good question. So you're kind of stumping me for a second. Um, no, I am definitely inspired. So I am one of six siblings, and there are five girls in our family, and then my oldest brother. Um, I think that we are all very strong and independent individuals with our own unique identities, and I feel like that's very inspiring. Um, you know, we were obviously all raised in the same family, but we all have very different experiences, and so I think that that's really um, cool to see how, like, we've all kind of grown up and evolved and been able to handle like what life has given us as um and see ourselves in like our unique personalities or um walks of life if that makes sense um but I also feel like um as far as like who inspires me the most um I definitely feel like um people who overcome adversity and want to share with others and support um also, people who get really excited about what they're passionate about inspires me. So I feel like um, I'm somebody who's very passionate and I like to share my, you know, share and support with others. So people who do that definitely resonate with me. Um, I think people who are uh, definitely into personal growth and development inspire me a lot because they are constantly, again, evolving into who they want to be. Um, and who their, like, future, you know, what their future vision is. So I think that that's really important. Um, 
but yeah, just people, you know, people who face adversity, who are, you know, committed to personal growth, and uh, my strong and fierce uh, siblings. Um, yeah, they're just, I think that those are really admirable qualities. Um, people who are persistent, I guess, again, kind of with the adversity. Um, sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze. Ew. Uh, but yeah, I think that those are really important qualities to have in somebody who inspires you. I think somebody who you feel like connected with and kind of just feel like that same energy level is really important too. How do I get through, oh, sorry. How do I get through challenging moments? Um, so again, with the resilience, I feel like I have an incredible, um, amount of resilience for the adversities that I have faced. And I've definitely shared some of that with my, um, you know, with my podcast, I have definitely shared some of my adversities that I have faced. Uh, I do feel like that I have been blessed uh, with an optimistic personality and just my enthusiasm and positive attitude that have definitely helped me along the way. Um, I don't think that's something I really have to work on most days because <laughs> it's just who I am. Uh, I mean, that's not really that accurate, actually. You know, we always, we have to make, we have to con constantly make that choice to have that attitude. And I just know that that's a choice that I'm always going to make. So I guess it is something I have to work, you know, on, but it's like, it comes easy for me knowing that that's who I want to be. Um, so, and I know that that's not the case for others and that's totally okay. It's their journey. Um, but I definitely feel like my positive attitude and my resilience helps me get through the hard days. Um, I think that, ta um, I've learned about the 24 hour rule. This is not mine. Um, but I've learned that, you know, if you're having a hard time with things, um, focus on the next 24 hours. Don't focus on anything else. Just focus on getting through the next 24 hours and do that as many times as you feel like you need to. I think that that can be very beneficial because then it doesn't make you feel like you're overwhelmed or like, oh my God, this is going to be my life for the rest of my life and whatever, like the thoughts are. Um, so that's one of the ways. So the 24 hour rule, my personality, um, I would also say, um, we, I did my episode on glimmers and triggers, um, and you know, glimmers again, I, this is just something I read about, but Glimmers, you know, they're like the little bright spots in your day for like the little things, right? So I just try to constantly find my, uh, find my triggers, find my glimmers um, throughout life and be able to um, cap uh, build on those because I feel like when you build on those and you're like, oh, like this was a good thing that happened today. This was a good thing that happened today. This was great. You know, it kind of all starts to build and it kind of allows you to have a much better vision. Um I guess the kind of analogy that I'm just sitting here thinking about is like if you think about like let's say you're like in the trenches or whatever like in like really low ground and it looks all kind of gross and musky uh muggy sorry um but then as you start to if those um positive glimmers are boxes you start to raise your vibrancy and all of a sudden you get to see the view of the mountain right so yeah that kind of just popped in my head but that's how I think of it for as far as like finding like the daily things and I'm not here preaching that you should always be positive um again that I know that that's just my own unique quality and I would never expect anyone in their life to be over uh have that positive attitude because again I feel like that's what makes me unique uh but I do think that it's important to be able to have um 
somewhat of an optimistic attitude. Otherwise, you're just going to be living in that perpetual cycle of dread and doom and depression. And it's just not going to be fun for you. And you're not going to have anything to look forward to. And that's the other thing. Um, I always, not always, when I'm having a bad time, I always try to find something to look forward to. So um, without sharing too much, because obviously um, I don't want to give out like too much personal information. Um, I am starting an internship and I am super excited about that. And I actually get to go on Friday and help with a filming project. And I'm just super excited about it. Um, so that's kind of what got me through today. Um, my cat, I thought, um, we, he's been like limping on his leg the last couple of days, or the last day. And um, so that's been, I was like, oh my God, like I'm so worried about my cat. Uh, his name is Tinker. He's super cute. He's a little Siamese blue-eyed cat. But um, so I was a little worried about that today, but I also, like, in order to get through the day, um, got a lot of cuddles in with him, but I also was like, oh, like, I have, you know, like, he's getting taken care of, and, um, I have this to look forward to on Friday. So, um, I think, like, having that, like, mindfulness of, like, the glimmer, right, like, to make sure that you are staying in the present, but, like, if you need a little boost of, like, oh, like, I have this to look forward to, have that to look forward to. Um, I think that those are really good. Um, therapy. Therapy is really good. Um, here, I'm just going to like list out all my things. Um, I actually, actually actually recently switched therapists like a couple months ago. And um, I do telehealth, which because I don't drive is really beneficial for me. Um, but I love my therapist. She is amazing. She loves pugs like I do. She has a couple pugs. Um, but she is amazing. And I think that having someone to talk to on a regular basis, who's not like a friend or family who can have like an outside of view, is it just incredibly amazing. So, um, that is another way that I cope. Um, but yeah, your glimmers, uh, looking forward to something in the future while remaining mindful, uh, therapy are all really good ways to, um, cope when you're having a bad day. And, I think also just making sure that you're allowing yourself to have a bad day, right? Like most of the time, you know, this is one of the skills we learn about in my therapy that we've been like working on radical acceptance. Um, and, um, you know, accepting that you're going to have negative emotions or bad days is just really important. So, yeah, that's kind of what I do to cope with hard times. Obviously, you know, phoning a friend when in need. I like that. Um indulging in some ice cream, you know, all the good things. Um, but I do think that uh, being proactive kind of helps um, decrease those quote-unquote bad days. Um, along with that, how do you cope with anxiety? So for me, um, again, I am not a doctor, so please do not take any of what I say Um you know, and apply to your own life, obviously speak to a medical professional. But for me, my anxiety, again, um, I used to have a stress ball and I feel like I should go get another one. I have it on my Amazon cart, but I um, need to get, you know, money and stuff in order to buy stuff. So um, I have my, uh, have like the stress balls that you can hit. Um, and then also in my therapy, we learn about self-soothing skills through like our five senses. So one of me, for me, I know that, you know, we have our five senses, touch, hearing, seeing, smelling, touch, hearing, seeing, smelling, 
Wow, am I really gonna have to look this up? I'm looking this up, that's bad. That's like really funny. Five senses, hearing, smell, sight, touch. Hearing, smell, sight, touch. Oh, taste, duh. Uh, you're like, duh, Abby. Anyway, so I know for me that like for my five senses, I know like what I hear and what I feel, Um, like externally, not necessarily, <clears throat> not necessarily my emotions, but externally. Um, or the senses that I kind of gravitate towards. Um, which is funny because my love languages are physical touch and words of affirmation. But I guess there's probably some correlation there. But anyway, um, so one of the things we work on in therapy is finding activities that I can do to self-soothe myself through my senses. So for me, I like to make myself apple cider um, because, it, you know, it's hot and it tastes really good. So that's like a taste one. Um, I always like to feel comfy, like I'm in yoga pants and a sweatshirt right now. So, you know, like the touch again, but like also like, um, it's just comfortable, right? So I think that like kind of using your five senses, kind of pick a few activities that you know, um, that can help you like when you're having anxiety. Um, I think again, therapy is good. I'm always going to plug on therapy. It's really good for you, for anyone. And I think you can just, you know, go and have your own goals and it can be very individualized. Um, I think for me, uh, I did eventually go on some medication and I'm actually, I made sure that journey, um, on an episode, if you guys want to hear that, let me know. Um, but yeah, I did eventually go on some medication, but I had, oh, ew, that was my cat. The ego, are you trying to be on the podcast? Um, but yeah, so I eventually just, um, kind of worked on my self-soothing skills, but unfortunately that wasn't enough. Um, so I actually went on medication and I take my medication at night because if I take it in the morning, I get really tired. So, um, yeah, I take that. Um, I also think that journaling helps and resting, um, moving your body is really important. Um, I do a lot of exercises at home, obviously, because I can't take myself to go to the gym or anything. So having that, helps um because you get to like release the tension in your body yoga is good I like to do yoga um but yeah I think like anything that kind of just makes you feel like comfortable and supported is really gonna help I like to write um so yeah journaling can't remember if I mentioned that already um talking to a friend a bubble bath um I like bubble bath and bath bombs shower bombs um, so I think there's just finding things that make you feel comfortable and having them in like a little toolkit can help, you know, and then like you have your therapy, you're working out, making sure you're eating healthy. Um, I, you know, I definitely see a dietitian to help with all that kind of stuff. So I feel like being aware of like what you're putting in your body can also help. Um, one of the things that I need to work on is my body posture. Um, and that can contribute to other issues, but, um, again, back to the anxiety, I think, that, you know, starting with, like, the wellness part of it and working out and making sure you're connecting with friends, um, you know, and therapy, and, you know, if that's not enough, there's nothing wrong with going on medication, and I think that we should, you know, if that's what's best for us, then that's what's best for us, uh, best for us, um, but that is definitely something you should direct towards your doctor if you're thinking about it, um, and I do think that, Ah, sorry. Um, I do think that there should be other tools in your tool pocket besides 
the medication. You know, obviously, no one should be shamed for being on medication, but there should be other tools. So I think that those are really important skills to have for anxiety. Um, and I definitely think, you know, my heart goes out to you if you struggle with anxiety. It's definitely not something, um, I mean, it's talked about, but it's, like, not, like, accepted. And, like, I feel like sometimes you have to, like, present, like, a certain way. Like, if your symptoms aren't, like, the typical symptoms, like, you, you quote-unquote, don't have it or whatever. So I feel like that can, that needs to change. But I can talk about that in, like, a whole other episode. Um, but I really think it's about just getting out of... Um, that fog and also um, autopilot. I tend to run on autopilot um, talking. You've probably noticed that with the podcast um, and just like make thought processes. So I really had to learn how to slow down and like be mindful and do, you know, the meditation and breathing. So that's another way to um, help with anxiety. I think just being mindful of like what's going in and out of your body, um, yeah. exercising, yoga, Auto, you know, noticing when you're autopilot and having those thoughts, challenging your thoughts can be really good. Um, but I kind of want to do a whole episode on my therapy skills that I've learned, but I haven't, I mean, there's a couple, there's like four different components of the therapy I'm in and I'm still on, I'm only just starting the second one. So kind of want to wait, but if you guys want to um, know about that, let me know. Um, another therapy podcast idea. Um, yeah. Okay. So the next question is, what are you looking forward to most about fall? I love fall. Fall is my absolute favorite time of year. I just love it. I feel like it resets everything and I feel like it's super, it's cold, but it's not winter cold. Uh, there's always like the fall and Christmas markets, um, you know, football games. If you guys go to football, the smells, you know, like, all the fun activities. I just love fall. Um, Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday, so, of course, I always look forward to that. Uh, but, yeah, I just love fall. So, I think for me, um, my uh, I, we do have a new ba- uh, baby coming in the family, so I'm pretty excited about that. But just for about fall, like, I'm excited to um, go get some uh, Starbucks fall-flavored fall drinks. Um, I'm excited for the changing of the leaves, which have changed a little bit. Um, I really like the cute little styles of fall, like the sweaters and the boots. Um, I kind of need, I was looking for my black boots. I had a pair of black boots and I cannot find them. So I think that might be on my shopping list. Um, but, um, yeah, I love fall. I love the smells. I love the baking. Like, I think those are all fun. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, what are some other questions? I'm just going through my notes. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to look. Sorry, I'm just, I have a note of all the questions on my phone. Um, yeah, that kind of looks like it's about it. Um, Let's see. Um, what's your favorite dog breed? Oh, what's my favorite dog breed? Oh, for sure, pugs. I love pugs. They they look like life-size cookie dough, and I just think that is, like, the cutest little thing. Um, and I really want a pug. At some point in my life, I do want a pug. Um, and I think Tinker would like pug. Tinker, would you like a pug, brother? 
Um, so I think that that would be fun. Um, if you had to get anywhere, if you had to uh, fly anywhere, uh, plane, car, or train, how, how would you travel? I would definitely say the plane. I love flying. I think flying is so much fun. Um, and I don't know if that has to do with the fact that I was flown to Seattle on the first day I was born. So I was literally on a, literally flying the first day of my life. Or if, um, it's just like really exciting to go a new, to a new place. Um, but yeah, I am super excited about, uh, I love like traveling and, or traveling. I love flying on planes. I just think it's so cool. Like the taking off and like the landing. And I always have to have a window seat. I love a window seat. Um, if you could go travel anywhere in this world, where would you travel? You know, I want to go to Europe. Um, I would say probably France. So I'm actually doing uh, the, fr I'm doing a dual, Duolingo. I'm not sure if I'm actually supposed to say that. But um, I'm doing Duolingo and it's a, um app for like, speak like learning a different language and right now I'm learning French um and to lay the par parler français uh but I you know I think that would be really cool to go and utilize that and I have a friend and she's really into French so maybe we could go take a trip to France together I don't know but um yeah I think that I would like to go to France definitely Europe um I kind of want to go somewhere beachy I wasn't able to go to my friend's wedding um, she was getting married in Mexico, and I wasn't able to go, so I kind of want to go to Mexico, because that would be fun. Um, but yeah, okay, I think that kind of wraps up this uh, episode, and thank you guys for submitting your questions, and I am so excited. So there will not be a podcast for the next couple weeks. I'm definitely going to try to get on um, and do some guest interviews. I have some ideas lined up. Um, on that note, I guess, if you guys ha know anyone who struggles with chronic pain, specifically during winter, because of, like, the, um, extra coldness and, like, how it, like, triggers certain conditions, um, please send them my way. I really want to do an episode on how to, um, survive the cold months when you have those types of conditions. Um, and if you guys have any other ideas for the podcast, please let me know. And I will see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. Ciao. Okay, that's not French, but anyway. Au revoir.